Hello, and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. Today, we are going to be talking about three major psychodynamic paradigms. This episode is called Survey Says Psychodynamic Paradigms. Good answer. Good answer. In a nutshell, this means psychology regarding the underlying factors affecting behavior in a person. Why do we do what we do, especially the subconscious mind? See, everyone has experiences in their lives and childhoods that affect their day-to-day lives, that affect their choices, and that affect their behaviors for the good and for the not so good. So let's go. There was an article in psychology today that will be our home base for this discussion. We're going to tackle ego psychology, object relations theory, and what is called self-psychology. Now, according to the piece, ego psychology is kind of the classic theory that earned psychoanalysis honor and prestige, especially in the United States. This was a big deal, and it kind of reached its peak in the 1950s and maybe into the 1960s. So this is the deal. Our ego attempts to arbitrate and make compromises between the drive-seeking expression, our conscious, excuse me, our conscience, and the demands of reality. Well, this creates a conflict with us. And to deal with this conflict, the mind employs defense mechanisms such as repression, displacement, and sublimation to alleviate this anxiety and manage these ostensibly clashing internal needs. When defense mechanisms become inadequate or when certain pathological defenses are employed, psychiatric symptoms result. This is ego psychology. So so our ego, even if we aren't conscious that we have one, is going to get challenged. And at some point, we defend. Now, this may be an in-your-face kind of reaction to be sure everyone sees you redeeming yourself. It could also be passive-aggressive. It could also be kind of the quiet, cool, like, you know what? Nothing you say or do bothers me because you're a waste of my time. But no matter the reaction, your ego and my ego will dictate that we justify ourselves by doing something. Here's a a few pop culture examples. The silly one. Remember Adam Sandler in Happy Gilmore? It's toward the beginning of the movie when he gets laughed at because he misses a putt golfing. So what does he do afterwards? He walks over to the guy, he does a fake laugh, and then comedically pulls the guy's shirt over his head and punches him at the same time. <laughs> or, or what about the smooth retort revenge to protect our ego when we say things like, You know, I was willing to give you the benefit of the doubt, but I guess it's true what everyone says about you. What went wrong in your life to make you the way you are? Well, that was a waste of both of our time. You know, that isn't even worth a comeback. I'll I'll just let you dwell on that failure. 
I would frown if that small bit of energy was worth wasting on you. What was that? I missed it. Then you can ask them to repeat it. You can be like, what was that? I missed it. You could ask them to repeat it. What was that? I missed it. I've seen the future and spoiler alert, you're still a failure. I'm not sure. Are you trying to insult me or confuse me? You know, I hear bullies are insecure about themselves. Is that true? Yes. All of these are insanely super passive aggressive things, but it is how some deal with threats to the ego. How about the second one? Now, the article mentions object relations theory. Now, object relations theory sees human relationships and the great satisfaction and disappointments that they bring as being of central importance to human psychology. Also, central to the object relations approach is the development of a stable representation of self. One quote in this article uh, says that object relations therapy is the ideal treatment for people who have been failed by human relationships. Why? Because the goal of object relations therapy is to help people to improve relationships by improving the way they function internally. You see, through therapy, what will happen is that the provider will review the patient's childhood relationships to see how those interactions may influence their current relationships. This is very much a paradigm. We've heard of this constantly. Well, what was his upbringing like? Tell me about your mother, right? Well, let's visit pop culture to use an example. There would have been no movie called E.T., The Extraterrestrial, had Steven Spielberg's parents not gotten divorced. He, he had actually been working on an actual literal script about parents separation and divorce in the late 70s. But then it struck him that he could turn his family drama into a story about children and a family trying to fill a great need and great responsibility because, and this is his quote, divorce creates great responsibility. He told Variety, if you have siblings, we all take care of each other in the wake of divorce. And what if Elliot, for the first time in his life, becomes responsible for a life form to fill in the gap that's in his heart because of his parents' divorce? This could actually be a case study in object relations theory. Everything that came out of the relationship with his parents as a child turned into his art. The last psychodynamic paradigm we will tackle is self-psychology. Now, self-psychology is so named because of its recognition that the suffering in some patients is rooted in problems with self-esteem and, and maintaining a solid, cohesive sense of self. Now, this was developed essentially in the 1970s. Self-psychology has been applied to the understanding of a range of mental conditions from personality disorders to depression to psychosomatic illness and more. Now, what's interesting to me 
is that we can hate ourselves. We can loathe ourselves. And as a result, be completely obsessed with ourselves. It's not just self-absorbed pretty people looking in the mirror that are narcissists. If we obsess negatively too, we're still ultra-focused on who? Us. All three of these things are always changing and they're always developing. And we think we know something as human beings and then we realize that we're just scratching the surface and we know very little. And it will be interesting what game changers in the future when it comes to psychology will take hold as long as mankind is guessing at it. But one thing is sure. While we know very little, we also know that we are complex. From the content person who finds enjoyment in little things that might be boring to the attention seeker that finds another person exhausting, none of us are fully readable. We are who we are based on things that we may not even know. So here's my advice. Work at writing your future since you can't change your history. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist designed to take this on a musical journey. This subject, <coughs> excuse me, we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Psychodynamic Paradigms playlist. You could find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast Psychodynamic Paradigms. Let's get into it. Track number one, the Beach Boys song, Hang On To Your Ego. But it's not their version. We put on there the Frank Black version. Black Francis of the Pixies. His version. Number two is the band Pulp with something changed. Number three is Tanu Kichan with Bitter Medicine. Number four is the song The Fixer by Humble Pie. Number five, the boards of Canada with Everything You Do is a Balloon. Number six, Fugazi with Latest Disgrace. Number seven, Public Enemy with Don't Believe the Hype. Number eight, Pack Up Your Sorrows by Mimi and Richard Farina. Number nine, Good Thing Going by Sugar Minot. And number 10 is Poco with Here We Go Again. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast Psychodynamic Paradigms. It's been a few weeks, but we would like to again welcome some new listeners to our show. As our demographic report shows, we have new listeners in Yon Shopping, Sweden, and in Taipei City, Taiwan. How exciting is that? Welcome to Refresher. Guys, this show simply would not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you'd like, you can make a small monthly contribution 
just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you are so inclined to make a donation, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, please feel free to listen and enjoy anytime on my dime. The show is yours. You can visit our website as well for all things Refresher at www.refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That's www.refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. You're going to also see friends of our show there. For example, did you know that having a plant around can actually be psychologically good for you? According to Psychology Today, researchers found that people who surround themselves with plant life and other forms of natural beauty, indoors and out, actually experience emotional and mental health benefits. With that, I would like to tell you about a great company called Leafy. This is a cool, cool idea. This is what's going on there. They offer plants to help brighten your atmosphere psychologically. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not just plant sales. You can do that anywhere. Here's what they do that's unique. They provide a pot that comes with a wick and a reservoir. In other words, it makes your plant really easy to take care of. And they provide the plants and soil too if you'd like. But here's the concept. Take it with you. It can stay with you in your car. It can stay with you at work. It can stay with you in the cup holder of your car or a cup holder of a backpack. It not only creates a nice refreshing atmosphere, but can provide both the aforementioned potential psychological benefits as well as a pretty cool icebreaker to start a conversation. Uh, Leafy, their entire purpose is to surround you with a unique and healthful character imbued in every living plant. And they can have different plants for different temperatures. So if you're in California, you may want to get one kind of plant. If you're in Texas, you may want to get another. If you're in Ireland, you may want to get another. They can help you. The goal is to make you feel good naturally, to vastly improve the quality of your home, your office space, and your next epic road trip. So go and check them out online. It's Leafy. Listen super carefully. It's spelled L-E-A-F-V-E. And you can find them at leafve.com. Please be sure and tell them that the Refresher podcast sent you. You can also check out their information on the Refresher podcast website. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by none other than Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.